Hi, friends. I'm Tierney. I'm Katie. Oh, my. Whatever happened to Dunkaroos, you guys? Fuck. Hey friends! Hi! Welcome to our second mini-sode that might be a mini-sode and might be a regular-sized episode. Yeah, we'll find out. Usually we say it's a mini-sode and then we just, you know. We talk too And then much. it's just a regular episode. So today we are examining the case of Brandon Lawson. If you are one of the people that is going to get pissed... If the case doesn't come to a nice close, then you should probably skip this episode because it Spoiler is an unsolved missing persons case. If you guys hear any rattling, that's just Jenny. Yeah, we're, we're having a girls' night in. Yeah, she's a part of that. She's a girl. She's also she our is. supervisor uh, and our, and our quality only. control. Yeah, <laughs> and our mascot. Exactly. So, mm-hmm. Jenny, are you okay with this one being unsolved? Okay. She's pretty good. She's fine. She's fine, She's with, fine it. with it. She's pretty chill. She doesn't really care about it. I'm not, yeah. honestly, because I just want this solved. And I feel like this is going to frustrate me as soon as I hear about it. So, Tierney. Well, before I get into what happened to Brandon Lawson or what we think happened to Brandon Lawson, Katie, do you want to tell them what our drink is this week? So, what you're going to do is you're going to grab a shot glass because it's a shot episode, guys. A little mini shot for a mini soda. It's not a mini, it's a man shot. I'm sorry. It's okay. So what you're going to do, you're going to grab some Soko and pour that in a glass halfway. And by glass, I mean shot glass. Don't try to chug a whole one of these, please. And then you're going to take the other half. You're going to fill it up with tequila. And there you go. That's your gasoline shot. Okay. So I think I'm just going to jump right in to our case. Our story starts... On August 8th of 2013. At around 11.54 p.m., Brandon Lawson left his house because him and his long-term girlfriend and common-law wife, Ladessa Lofton, got in a fight. They had been together for about 10 years, and generally everything was going well in their relationship. They had four children, one of which was his from a previous relationship, and the other three were theirs. And they were always stressed about like normal couple things, but nothing crazy. Brandon did, however, have a recent drug relapse because he had had problems in the past. And after he had stayed out all night the night before, Ledessa was justifiably angry with him. Because of the fight, Brandon left their house in San Angelo, Texas to stay somewhere else for the night. And Ledessa would never see him again. See, this is why you don't go to bed angry. But like, yeah. No, it's true. Like, I feel so bad. Imagine that guilt that she feels like she was just mad because obviously like those are completely reasonable reasons to be upset and especially because she probably wants the best for him i hope she didn't do it no i don't think she that she did she's never been a suspect all right cool because that makes my me sad i would hate myself if i did that and i really really hope that she's doing well her name is really cool and unique ladessa Mm -hmm. yeah i agree so brandon intended to go to his father's house which was three hours away in crawley texas But around 12.30 a.m., his truck ran out of gas. Oof. Brandon made a call to his brother, Kyle, telling him the situation and asking him for help. 
Kyle was with his girlfriend, Audrey, but he agreed to help out his brother. So Kyle and Audrey went to get a gas can and head in Brandon's direction. Between 1234 and 1238 a.m., Brandon made three calls to Ladessa. Her phone, however, was charging. Brandon had taken the wall charger with him when he left, so Ladessa was charging her phone in her car, and Mm. she left it out there and then went inside to take a bath, so all the calls went unanswered. That's rough. It's a really freeing feeling, though. I have this really, really teeny tiny charging cord from the manufacturer when I got this new phone, so I can't really pull it up to where Ooh. I sleep okay. so I just leave it down there when it's charging and it's so freeing like I woke up this morning and I was like oh that's a ton of texts then the anxiety hits but like in between I'm like I don't even I don't give a crap yeah my wow. TA can't really is, I wish I could my TA is 73 and she left her phone at home today and she was like I don't know what to do without my phone like, it's crazy oh. isn't yeah. that so crazy how normally they're making fun of us for yeah. not being able to survive she's just like okay boomer <laughs> she's like i feel helpless <laughs> but like i get it because if yeah. you if anything happens to you and you're not with somebody else and you don't have your phone my biggest fear right now is my phone not like not being on it turns off i don't have my portable charger and i get in an uber and then the uber kills me all right well uber is like tracked by uber though. i don't know man so brandon doesn't leave a voicemail on Ladessa's phone, so we're not really sure why he was trying to contact her, probably to make up for their fight. I don't know. At some point after these calls, Brandon leaves his truck with his keys, phone, and wallet on him. At 12.50 a.m., he makes a call to 911. I'm going to play the clip for you now. 911 emergency. Yes, I'm in the middle of the field. The state just threw some guys over. Right here going towards Javelin on both sides. My truck ran out of gas. There's one car here. I got to the woods. Please hurry. Okay, now run that by me. And we're not talking to him. Hi, so you ran into him. Ah, you ran into him. Okay. Got the first guy. Do you need an ambulance? Yeah. No, I need the cops. Okay. Is anybody hurt? Hello? 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 So, I, for one, had a really, really hard time understanding what he was saying. No, I agree. And you can tell that the dispatcher has a really hard time understanding him. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And basically all of online can't figure out a lot of what he's saying i've listened to it probably 10 times i've also listened to it slowed down but i still can't really understand everything he says so i did find a transcript online that gives us somewhat of an idea what's going on again this is somebody listening to it and trying to hear it over and over again and this is what they kind of think that he said so the operator says 911 emergency and brandon says yes i'm in the middle of a field there's some unintelligible talking Maybe he said escaped and he might have said we implying that he was with somebody else. Um, but he says, just push some guys over out here going towards Abilene on both sides. My truck ran out of gas. There's one car here. A guy's chasing me through the woods. Please hurry. What? What the whole fuck? And so that's when the operator says, OK, now run that by me one more time because she obviously doesn't know what he's saying. 
and he's talking over her saying there'll be no talking to him i accidentally ran into him then she goes oh you ran into them okay he says something intelligible that might say say shot the first guy and there might have been gunshots in the background but we're not really sure um the operator says do you need an ambulance and he says yeah no i need the cops she says is anybody hurt and that's when it kind of cuts out and she starts saying hello 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 and she doesn't hear from him again i i thought i heard him it sounded like realistically like i heard like a bang or like two bangs and then i heard like a wash i don't know if that's just because it's a recording or what but i felt like i heard him like maybe breathing for a little bit or like just like him breathing like deeply or like he got hit in the head or maybe he fell or something that's terrifying you think that you heard him get shot or like maybe he fell or hit in the back of the head that's what more feels like that like if you could play it back just the ending again you need an ambulance no, I need the cops. Okay. Is anybody hurt? Hello? 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 Or maybe actually... Now that I hear it again, it kind of sounds very similar to, like, he's trying to control his breathing. Like, he's hiding from someone, trying yeah. not to be seen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think he was definitely out of breath from running if yeah. he's being chased through the woods. Obviously, and that's a solid reason. Yeah, but... I would be freaking out. Yeah, a lot of people online say that he's probably hiding during this time from oh, whoever's solid. chasing him. That's what I said. Um, so, yeah, so the overall gist from that call is that he left his car and ran into the woods because somebody was chasing him. And it's also very apparent that there's more than one person there whether he's being chased by somebody or if there's somebody else with him because he refers to the other people as them yeah Yeah. so there's probably at least two guys there so the 911 operator does lose the call with brandon and they're unable to contact him again that is petrifying see this is why i'm afraid if my phone goes missing at 12:58 a.m., a truck driver that is driving past calls 911 to report Brandon's vehicle because it was on the side of the road and it was partially blocking the traffic. A police officer is then dispatched to the location because of this call, not because of the initial call, because from the initial call they couldn't get his location. So that 911 dispatcher never sent anybody to him. Right. Because they, she couldn't or yeah, so Yeah, you could. That I guy was obviously in distress. You could at least send somebody out there to check. Yeah, I but meant how does she know the where location. his location is? Didn't he tell her that she was did't he say that he, he was on the highway? It was all inaudible. It was very in- unintelligible. Oh, I okay. I think she tried to call him back after to see where his location was and she couldn't get a hold of him. Okay, okay. I'm not sure. So the officer that is sent because of the report of his truck and Kyle, his brother, and his brother's girlfriend, Audrey, all arrived to Braden's vehicle around the same time. And at this point, none of them know that he had called 911. Ooh, that's spooky. Because how would they know? You know what I mean? Yeah, So none of them know that he would be in any kind of trouble. Um, But they get there and he's not in his truck. And so they search the truck when they get there because the doors are left unlocked. And if I'm thinking the doors are left unlocked, it to me means that Brandon probably left the car in a hurry. Because I know there's some, I don't know what kind of area they're in, but I would never leave my car unlocked. Like I know people that would and that, 
like do but you should talk to them I, yeah i personally would never leave my car unlocked if i was walking away into the woods i don't leave my car unlocked when i'm in it yeah ever yeah mm-hmm. i don't like no so upon the search of the vehicle, they find nothing out of place or suspicious at all. They search the outside of the vehicle to see if he might have hit something, but he didn't. Or if he did, it wasn't big enough to make any kind of marks. So it's about 1.18 a.m. and Audrey texts Brandon to tell him that the cops are there with them because she's like, hey, the cops are here. Like, we're looking for you to get give you gas. Like, But the cops also showed up. I don't know why they're here, basically. So Brandon actually calls her back right away and says that he's about 10 minutes up the road and then the call fails kyle and audrey drive up and down the road looking for brandon and continuing to call him and at 1 19 a.m that's the last time they can track his phone and it places him near the colorado river which is about a mile away from his truck they continue to search for brandon and by 3 a.m his calls start going directly to voicemail meaning that the phone is probably dead kyle and audrey place the gas tank in his truck in case he comes back to it at around 7 a.m because i guess kyle was waiting for money to go into his account before he could fill it up and then when he got his like direct deposit he filled it up and they brought it back to the car just in case he were to come back and need the gas um, but by 8.30 in the morning, Brandon's truck is actually towed away because the police officer that arrived on the scene called for a tow truck to come get it. So they stayed there the whole time but didn't go, like, search party? No, yet? they were search partying for him. Oh, like, okay. Up and down the road, okay. yeah. They were looking for him. Just on the road? I think Like, just wh- has wherever. wherever. They could. Yeah. I'm pretty sure at this point they don't think that it's, like, that serious. Well, they don't... Oh, they don't know about the 911 call. So, yeah, they don't know that it's serious. Yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah. So, unfortunately, this is where we completely lose track of Brandon. Uh, Many searches have been conducted with helicopters and police dogs, the whole nine yards, but nothing has been found. There is no sign of Brandon anywhere. Kyle Lawson, Brandon's brother, was questioned in relation to his disappearance, but after passing a polygraph, he was ruled out as a suspect. Lodessa continues efforts to find Brandon, but without any leads, his case remains cold. There are some theories to what could have happened to Brandon. One theory is that Brandon left on his own and is living his life with a new identity somewhere else completely undetected. This theory probably originated because of the fact that he got in that fight with Ledessa before leaving. Mm-hmm. However, it would be very unlike him to abandon his family. He was a father of four. He'd been in this relationship for 10 years, so he obviously really loved her. Yeah. Also, I feel like it takes a lot of work to just restart a life yeah brandon also had just gotten a new job that he would be starting very soon so it didn't really make sense for him to leave on his own accord because of that either because it was something that he was looking forward to yeah i wouldn't leave right now yeah right (laughs) shelby and i just got new jobs Woohoo! tierney just got a raise oh my god i love this journey for us we're living we've had a bottle of champagne so yeah I also just got a call back for another job. So three jobs. It's a raining Skinny jobs dick. up in here. It's but me. like if anyone wants to start sponsoring us so we can quit all of those, let yeah, me know. Yeah, please. I'm <laughs> so yeah, fucking poor. Discovery, so. I'm here for you. <laughs> yeah. Why I watch all your shows. If you want to do a show on like invalid people that somehow murder people, I'm here for it. It can be called Murder in Bed. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> And you can do all of your cases from the bed. Yes. Uh, Can we get in there? I'm going to be Grandpa Joe. All right. So that is one theory. Others relate his disappearance back to his history with drugs and say that he might have been hiding from the police and succumbed to the elements 
out in the wilderness. Um, mm. Isn't it Texas? Yeah. In like, but uh, is there fucking descri- Beyonce's essence? <laughs> just being like, Houston, Texas. I'm sorry. <laughs> what? <laughs> Beyonce got him. Oh, God. <laughs> Queen Bee. It was Beyonce's sass <laughs> out in the wilderness that's that really got him. <laughs> that's why he was just like, they're coming. It was her beehive. <laughs> so there were some descriptions of this area that he might have been like hiding in. And they described it as like brush and said that they were kind of like not the best conditions. But mm, I don't know. Uh, yeah, it doesn't really make sense to me for a couple of reasons. The first is that if Brandon wanted to hide from the cops, why would he have called them in the first place? Yeah. Because that literally doesn't make any sense. The second is that his body was never found. Right. So if he died right there and they were searching, they would have found found his body. Yeah. If he had died in the woods, they would have found his body during their searches. They've done a lot of extensive searches and nothing has been found. The third popular theory is that Brandon was met with foul play on that night. This makes the most sense to me because of the 911 call, because the truck was left unlocked, and because Brandon disappeared without a trace. Yeah, I agree with you. You know what that means, right? Oh, God. This was one of those perfect murders. Yeah. You know how they have the show, Those Perfect Murders? I don't know if it's on Investigation Discovery, but sponsor us. So he disappeared without a trace, but what could have happened to him? I couldn't help myself but read some Reddit theories as well. And I found a rather interesting one. I love Reddit. Sponsor us. (laughs) (laughs) One person on the thread had this idea that Brandon was hiding near a bridge by the Colorado River when he called Aubrey. And this would align with the location he gave her, which was about 10 minutes up the road. Because when you think about how long it takes to run a mile... Like when I used to play softball, I could run a mile in like eight minutes and 30 seconds or something like that. So even if you're like a little bit out of shape, you can probably run a 10 minute mile. Right. And not that he was out of shape, but like that's like a normal amount of time to run a mile. I don't know. Yeah. No, Um, I feel like. So that was about 10 minutes up the road. And then depending on the angle of where the bridge was, they were saying that it could have blocked the cell tower, which is why he would have lost the service. Somebody then commented that maybe Brandon accidentally ran into people that were dumping bodies near the river on the 911 what yeah on the 911 call he mentions pushing guys over and i ran into them so oh. yeah so if he had run into people that were trying to discard a body that makes a lot of sense cuz then they have to kill that guy if he yeah if he saw something incriminating this would give somebody the motivation to harm him right so i I mean, another user was quick to point out that the water near that bridge was kind of shallow and maybe wouldn't be the best place to dump a body. But I still found it very interesting as a theory. It's still interesting. It They might not have been dumping a body, but if they were doing something incriminating, still, that's motivation. Yeah. So Ledessa to this day continues to search for Brandon. Oh, bless her heart. That's but really sad. Without any leads, he may never be found. So if you are listening and you have any information on this case, I urge you to call your local law enforcement so that Brandon's family can find justice. There is a red and white cross that they put up near where his car was pulled over. And there's a bunch of pictures online of his daughters now, like a little bit older that are posing with it, smiling at like holidays and stuff (laughs) it's really really sad so i hope even if it's that they find like his body somewhere that at least his family were to find justice for i just really want closure for them i mean at this point 
I, I mean, of course, if he was murdered, we care who did it. But really, we care where he is. Yeah, like bring him I home. agree. Yeah, so that is the mini-sode. Wow. The mini-sode, wow. I feel like that left a lot to be wanted. I like know, <laughs> so people are probably pissed at me. I'm sorry. No, it's fine. It's a story that needs to be told, yeah, and I it's agree. a question that needs to be put out there. Mm-hmm. Okay, so follow us on Instagram at Dead Drunk Crime for our drink recipes and pictures from the cases. If you decide to recreate any of our drinks, please tag us on Instagram. We would love to see your creation. Do it. For our sources, please go to our website, deadrunkcrime.home.blog. And if you want to email us case suggestions, our email is deaddrunkpod at gmail.com. We also have merch, so go to the link in our show notes if you want some of that shit. So do we have a caboose for this little tiny baby? Do we even do a caboose? Mini-sode? We could do like a little mini caboose. No, the caboose was just us talking about the caboose. That's a mini caboose. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. No. The mini caboose is, what's your favorite color? Blue. Green. <laughs> I, I'm Shall just we? saying, because we, we <laughs> all have different... literally one of the questions that they ask in uh, Monty Python Holy Grail, and if you get it wrong, like you just get shot into the air and shot somewhere else. <laughs> okay. it's not, they don't care so what your can favorite you pick color one? is. It it was really. F- Did you both say blue and green? Yeah. yeah. Because that's what the guy says <laughs> before he's shot into the air. They're like, "What's your favorite color?" And he goes, "Blue." No, green. And then he gets shot into the <laughs> air. I like shot pink too. I won't lie. I yeah. w- I couldn't tell Do by you? your microphone. <laughs> Her microphone's pink. Mine's yeah. blue. Shelby's is like a mint green. It's teal. It's like a sea foam. Sea foam green. <laughs> is it? Is is that your favorite color? No, my favorite color is purple. Okay. Um, it's okay bitch not all of us fake <laughs> bitch some of us can be wrong and that per- wrong person is shelby but okay bye all right <laughs> bye mom bye bye everybody's favorite color is purple hi friends we just wanted to tell you about a new podcast we've been listening to called anxious and afraid abby and shauna are awesome and honestly make us laugh so much so here they are to tell you more Hey guys, I'm Abby and I'm Shauna and we're the host of a podcast called Anxious and Afraid. Do you love deep dives into true crime, the paranormal, strange history, conspiracies? Well, so do we. And each week we take turns surprising each other with whatever anxiety inducing subject we are obsessed with that week. Tune in each week to hear Shauna mispronounce words. Um, the guys on the lookout apparently asked for binoculars. Did I say that right? So the photos showed him and his colleague entertaining... <laughs> And listen in as Abby constantly asks too many questions. I was about to ask you a lot of questions. I'm glad that you interrupted me. Continue. (laughs) I would have told you to shut up. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what I'm trying to do. Stop quizzing me. Okay, you know, I did enough research. (laughs) Let me just tell the damn story. Jesus. Continue. Episodes drop every Tuesday. Available wherever you get your podcasts. And you can also find us at our website, anxiousandafraid.com. We're always looking for new friends, so don't forget to rate and subscribe.